Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. It's Nicholas Rod here. Chris Baker here with you on this Monday morning for another round of news. Chris, how are we getting into this week uh, as far as the weather goes? In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny in 82. In Houston, Texas, it is raining in 78. In Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy in 85. In New York City, it is partly cloudy in 67. So, Nick, the moral of the story is it's cold in New York. It's only going to be 71 today where I am. I'm not happy. Yeah, it's about the same here. And honestly, it was kind of crazy. Um, we're recording this here on Sunday. And the day started out like in the morning and early part of the afternoon. It was like 85 degrees. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, like the height of the day. And then it just dropped by, I'd say, probably 530, somewhere in that range. It was like 65. We were supposed to get a thunderstorm today. We never got one. I'm still a little mad about that. Yeah, so am I. But, um, I was expecting something to hit. Nick, can I tell everyone how I feel deep down in my heart just to let everyone know how I feel? Let the world know. Let them hear it. I just want everyone to know Friday night I kicked your ass in golf and I kicked your ass in bowling. You did. You did. And I even kicked your ass and eating the dessert. <laughs> it, it was quite upsetting because when it came to golf, like for the first, I'd say three, four holes, maybe even five if I want to really stretch it, it was very close. No, it wasn't. It was. For those first five holes or so, I was anywhere from like one to two shots back of you and at one point i think it was the by the third hole i had like a one shot lead but i lost that very quickly i did by that point but i very quickly lost it and by the other person that was with us he lost how close he was to me by the fourth one and he was done you were then ahead of him and then by the other one you were done yeah by the time we got by the time we got I to the end of the course, it was bad. The floor. Yeah. I mean, I, I got three hole-in-ones. One, I don't even know how I got. Well, honestly, all three, I have no idea how I got. <laughs> Especially the one with, like, the water in the cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other person that was with us, he was being a little cocky. And he said, you know what? You go first. And I said, fine. And I dropped my ball. And not even joking, I just dropped it and hit it. And it went right in. It was crazy. Um, the cave is usually my lucky hole. You know, I've gotten a hole in one on that hole before. Definitely not this time. Uh, when I tried to play it this time, I hit it into the water, I believe, twice. Mm-hmm. And I went fishing twice. Yep, you went fishing twice. You're very kind. <laughs> and then somehow you mysteriously lost your ball once. And then bowling, you have to give me credit because I did help you get you a strike. Yeah, yeah. One thing I'll say about bowling, though, is that you decided to try and wipe out the uh, <laughs> the machine that sets the pins back up, and somehow got defense, a strike for it, and you didn't even touch a single pin. In my defense, uh-huh. I don't know what happened <laughs> because I looked and it was all set up, and then yeah. I let go, and then it wasn't. And then I had to be the person that walked down there and get it because 
It was unsafe to send you, Damien. Well, what I think what uh, what I think happened was because um, the reason it still would have been set up when you looked at it was because my turn was before yours, and I didn't hit any on that first frame. No, I threw because two I saw balls. the arms go up, and when the arms go up, that means it's all set. And then when I let go, the arms were back down. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. It was weird. I almost did the same thing later on. I think it was in that same game. Maybe it was the second game, but I almost did the same My thing. My first I... game was very good. My second one, meh. Your second I game, knew. you started to slip a little. I mean, you still were, what, one pin off tying for first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which... Everyone did bad in their second one. I did way better in my second one. I got a strike. The final round, I said, you know what? I'm getting a turkey here. I got a strike, then a spare, and then I totally lost it with two gutters. Yeah. I. And that's what made it up. I I did way better in the second game than I did in the first. Because in the first game, I wasn't hitting anything. Um, I think I got a grand total of like 27 maybe 30 yeah because i got you a strike you're welcome yeah you helped me out there second game i actually started to um take some shots on on my own and uh my first rolls like through the second game tended to be pretty good except for maybe like one or two frames i actually had some really good first rolls it was the second ones trying to hit the you know the last couple of pins on the second rolls that i really struggled but Second game was definitely stronger, and I want to go back to the bowling alley now. Bowling is one of those things that I. That was a nice bowling alley. It was. It was. It was very like comfortable. You know what we I mean. Had a nice um arcade. I've been to that arcade before, and it's it looks small, but it's a very large arcade. And then in the back, it has a um laser tag. Oh wow. That's pretty big. Yeah. Which if you were just walking into the arcade, you would never know that was there. But right. nevertheless, um Nick, I, I need to talk to you about something very serious for this week's talk of the talk. Okay. Um I'm gonna start our talk of the talk by asking you, do you have any felonies? Uh no. No. Not no. as far as I'm aware of, no. <laughs> Do you have any outstanding library books or DVDs or anything like that you've taken from the library and never returned? In the library? Um, no. No, I don't think I do. What about the red box? Have you ever used the red box? Do you know what that is? <laughs> I've never used the red box on my own, no. But you know what it is. You, I, you know, I, you yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just have to clarify, make sure, you know, you've never took anything from the library without returning it, never mm. the red box, you know, anything of that nature. Because um, in Texas, a lady did not return a VCR tape to a library that was overdue 27 years oh that God. the library has since closed 
and she went to uh, the DMV to renew her license when she learned there was a felony out for her arrest. <laughs> there was a warrant for her arrest for not returning. Oh no, a a VCR, a VCR tape. <laughs> no, of course the charges have been dropped. Obviously, mm. um, she got her license renewed. Everything, you know, good laugh. But um, I just had you know the kind, courteous person in me. I had to make sure you didn't have any warrants out for your arrest. It's so kind. My thought was when you first, before you said that the charges were dropped and everything, my thought was how do they like fulfill that when the library has been closed? <laughs> like, where does it go then? At that point. Well, you know, Nick, I didn't really ask you out of the courtesy of my heart. If you did have overdue library books, I would turn you in for the cash reward. Mm. Just kidding. I would, no, I would ask no, you I what you the would. book is or the DVD. And if it's a good movie, I'll be like, can I go that movie? Yeah. If it's a bad yeah. movie, then you'll turn me in. It, absolutely. If it's a <laughs> terrible choice, you know, like... Look, look as, as friends and as work partners, we, we know where we stand. And you would do the same to me. I would do the exact same to you. <laughs> like, are you serious, Nick? You have an overdue library book of this movie. Are you serious? I can't even look at you. Hi, um, I would like to report someone that has a missing um movie. Yeah, um, I would imagine it's about six or seven years old because that movie is quite awful and it's about six or seven years old. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. God. okay. His address is yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah, right. Yeah, we both know where we stand. We both know that if the, the movie or book was god awful, we would turn each other in, in an instant. <laughs> now, this is an interesting story because I you know, I had to think back a little bit and when yeah. I was younger, I actually went to <clears throat> the library and used to rent like old TV shows all the time. Right. And I supposedly never returned a, se- a season of a show. Yeah. I know I did because I would only take one season and then I would return it, go grab the next season. Okay. And so I know I returned it, but I started getting all these like almost hate letters in the mail from the <laughs> library saying, if you don't return this, we're going to revoke your... Um, library card we're gonna find you oh my god it was rough like i was like you know i was like 10 years old and like you're getting hate letters from the library the public library (laughs) the public library so luckily for me the neighbor Mm -hmm. she she's one of the top managers or whatever you want to call her at the library yeah we brought the letter over to her and I was like, I know I returned this. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take care of that. <laughs> she must have forgot to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> because I was done at that point. I went back about a year later to take out a book. And the lady behind the desk was like, your card has been revoked because of undue fines. Oh my god. Long story short, I did not pay the fines and I still do not have a library card. Alright. <laughs> yeah, no, I was never much of a frequenter of 
the library. I went there like a few times when I was younger. Um, we used to go there, um, me and my siblings and stuff while we were waiting for my older brother or sister to like finish up with soccer or if they had a game that night, we'd go there in between school and the game and like do homework and things like that. But I never really got books or anything from the library, no tapes or anything. Um, well, I guess no money for me. Yeah, no. I think I can remember maybe one time, two times where I got anything from the library. And You know what? I should have never told you that, sorry, because now you can turn me in. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm my, not, I won't turn you fines. in. I, I won't turn you in. Don't worry. Good, because they'll never catch me alive. <laughs> as long as you never tell me the name of the show, you're safe. Because then you don't want have... to, though. Because I feel like you wouldn't hate on me. I mean, that's your own risk to take, so. Keep in mind, I was in, like, sixth grade. Okay. Maybe fifth. Nah, I would say fifth grade. Fifth grade. It was the Jensen's. Okay. I've never watched the show, but I won't won't turn you in for that one. I watched the whole series last summer. No, but that's that's and an interesting. Apparently, one. I never returned the DVD. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to tell you now. I have it on display in the other room because <laughs> I needed it. Pull that out. It really makes me wonder, though. It really makes me wonder, though, if there's ever been a situation, a case where a warrant like that has actually ever been fulfilled. Well, if, if anyone's actually been arrested Seinf- for that, do you count Seinfeld? I do not. Oh, well, I don't know. Then. <laughs> well, nevertheless, Nick, I suppose we should get into the news. It'd probably be a good idea. Um, so we start out this morning with our weekly COVID update. The latest seven-day average for cases in the United States was about 27,700. Uh, the last time the seven-day average for cases was this low was on June 18th, 2020. The seven-day average for deaths is 498. The number of counties with a high risk of transmission is continuously dropping. And a new survey shows that 70% of Americans either have been vaccinated or plan on getting vaccinated. If you are single, you might be noticing a new batch on the apps. At least that is what the White House is hoping for. The COVID-19 task force announced a partnership with the major dating apps to offer incentives to those who have been vaccinated against COVID-19. The apps include Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid, Matt, Chispa, BLK, and Plenty of Fish. They also offer user premium features like free use for those who have been vaccinated, offering badges, stickers for vaccinated people, and even filters for vaccinated people so they can filter out who haven't been vaccinated. The app will also help locate the most local closest vaccination site nearest you. And before you start wondering, no, these companies will have no sort of system to verify the actual vaccination status. But for those who want to fraudulently put the vaccine badge on, do you really want to start a new relationship on a lie? 
let me give you some relationship advice that probably will not work out. You will start seeing these features in the apps in the next couple of weeks. Moving right along here, we have an update on the status of talks over the American Jobs Plan between the White House and the Republicans. On Friday, the White House gave a counteroffer to the Republican $565 billion infrastructure bill directed by Senator Capito. The White House decreased their original proposal of $2.3 trillion to $1.7 trillion, a $550 billion decrease. In the counteroffer, the White House eliminated the research and documentation of supply chains that is currently being debated in Congress, decreasing broadband from the original $100 billion uh, to agreeing with the Republicans for $65 billion. The White House has also decreased infrastructure for roads and bridges from $159 billion to $120 billion. In the Republican proposal, it is $299 billion. After the counter offer, Senator Capito released a statement saying, quote, based on today's meeting, the groups seem further apart after two meetings with the White House staff than they were after one meeting with President Biden, end quote. The letter goes on to say that they will review the counteroffer and continue to engage in conversations with the administration. Since the start of the pandemic, there has been over 342,000 evictions filed and with 34,777 of them being in Dallas, Texas. Governor Abbott of Texas lifted the rental moratorium earlier this month, and this is causing hundreds of eviction cases to go through the courts a day. From the American Rescue Plan that was signed into law in late March, it gave $1 billion to Texas, and at this point, it's only used $112 million of the rental assistance, which equivalents to about 10%. Critics of the executive order that was signed by Governor Abbott say there is no reason why this money shouldn't be being used to give to landlords. We have some news about former President Trump as on Tuesday night, the New York Attorney General notified the Trump Organization that their civil suit would be turned into a criminal case. The New York Attorney General, Letitia James, will be working with the Manhattan District Attorney in the case the Manhattan District Attorney went all the way to the Supreme Court to get his tax returns. Members from his organization could face charges, and we still don't know why it was turned from a civil suit to a criminal case. This case has been active since 2019, uh, investigating if he made his assets larger than they really were for better loans, insurance, etc. Some flight news if you're getting on an airplane. There was nationwide 
delays in flight. Continuing into the weekend, Friday morning, there was glitches in a third-party boarding app called Sabre, and American Airlines and JetBlue Airlines experienced the most delays at JFK, Boston Airport, and LaGuardia. Sabre said in a statement that they apologize for any delays, and the glitches will be worked out by the end of the weekend. Well, that's all we have for our main news portion this morning. We get into some rapid news, and I'll start us off. President Biden is meeting with the family of George Floyd on Tuesday on the one-year anniversary of his death. There has been a winning $550 million Mega Millions jackpot sold the ninth largest in history. Now, obviously, it wasn't to me, so that's not the good news for this Monday morning. Nick, what do you have for good news? Now, you know, sometimes I like to just pick some straight-up hero stories. Well, I have another one for this morning, and it's a pretty quick one, but it's just so amazing. There's a cop in Virginia, Deputy Jay Holt, who... When he was called to the scene of a traffic accident with entrapment, he, uh, he went above and beyond to ensure the safety of the driver of the vehicle. When he arrived on the scene, um, there was the mother who was driving and her, and her child. And the child was in a lot of distress. His mother was trapped underneath of the car she was being pinned down by the sunroof because the car had just completely flipped over. And this cop, Deputy Deputy Holt, managed to single-handedly lift the car up off of her enough so that she could get free. And she, you know, and she is alive. She is safe. And, uh, he was given an award for it, and he, this isn't the first award he's even received. Um, he's received the top cop award for uh, his region a few months ago for his acts, and this is just another one. Just incredible. Well, single-handedly lifted a car. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you're not a mechanic, let me inform you, cars are heavy. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just an amazing story, because he lifted the car while the child was freaking out, of course, his mother's pinned under his car, under a car, managed to lift the car up to get the woman out while keep making sure the child, you know, stayed calm. And, I mean, that's not just, like, everyday work. No, I no. Mean, even if there wasn't a child there to lift up the car, like the child just adds a whole other element to it. Right. Being able to pull that off, being able to get the child out of the car first, um, you know, kind of ensure him that he's that everything's going to be okay, and then to just to single handedly lift the car. That it blows my mind every time I see it. That every time I say it. He single-handedly lifted this car enough so that she could get free. That is amazing. 
superhero. It, you know, I can only imagine when backup arrives on scene and they see him just already lifted the car up. She's out freed, no problem. That, it's it, great to know that that she's okay, that she made it through all that. I mean, and, that's even better that she made it, you know, just fine. Son, mother, fine. You love to see stories like this because it just gives you hope. You know, just these acts of like heroism, kindness to a whole different level. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so nice to see. And it, stories like this, you know, we bring stories on here that are like, you know, indirect heroism and uh, incredible feats and stuff like that. But this is just heroism at its finest, at its most straightforward. And it's, it's wonderful. It's a great story, Nick. I like it. Um, that is the end of this Monday morning episode. Make sure you follow us on Blind Boys Politics Twitter account so you are always in the know of what is going on in the world. 24-7 latest breaking news. Follow us on our personal accounts to see what we're up to. Read the articles that are linked down in the sentence. But until Wednesday for a dumb law, see you later. Have a great start to your week. See you later, guys.